Hey everyone, this is Uncle Devin, the children's drum cushionist, and welcome to another wonderful episode of We Nation Podcast. We're going to have so much fun. I have a wonderful artist that's going to be coming to you very shortly. But first of all, let me just let you know that you're listening to our podcast where you can hear us on Roku TV, Fire TV, uh, Hey Google, Amazon, all of those types of things. And we're on a, pretty much on all these different platforms. But we got to first, before we get to our wonderful artists, I got to share with you a little bit about percussion. Because you know, a percussionist represents my three S superheroes. Do you remember what the three S's stand for? These are the three ways or three things that you have to do in order to be a percussionist. The first is shake. Can I see you shake your hands? Can you shake your elbows? Now shake your whole body. Or the second S stands for scrape. Can you scrape like you're scraping your arms? You can scrape your hands together. Yes. Or the last S is for strike. So if you do any of these three to be able to play music, you are a percussionist. That's shake, scrape, or strike. You are a percussionist. And today's instrument I want to share with you is the djembe. You see the djembe? Pronounced with a silent D from the Mali Empire, 1200 AD. It's a goblet-shaped drum with a sound so sweet. And my name means all gathered together in peace. And this is a beautiful instrument that's hollow. See all the strings that are attached to it. And typically it's made with skin. In this case, I think goat skin. And it sounds like this. And that is what we call our djembe. So I am ready to introduce our guest for today. Now, our guest is internationally known, has worked with Disney, is a producer, is a writer, is a singer, and now she's here with you. Please welcome to the We Nation Radio Podcast Playhouse, we call it. Welcome, Genevieve Goings. Welcome Yay! to We Nation Radio. Hi! Thanks for having me. It is truly our honor to have you here on our show but yeah i'll just share with you the, again this is my wonderful djembe that i love to teach have you ever so played cool. this or do you share music with uh like this you with know, on your show i actually um i'm so glad to see that because mm -hmm. i several times have used the the djembe on here the djembe mm -hmm. i'm gonna use air quotes do you guys know what air quotes are <laughs> that just means i'm using a sampled sound of a djembe mm -hmm. which i have used but i haven't actually played one for real so that is so cool to see that i just love it i also love so what does djembe mean yeah, djembe, again, is a, a Swahili word that means all gathered together in peace. So that's why if you think about it, whenever it's my someone new favorite plays, instrument, <laughs> when people play it, it just automatically draws people to them. It's just a beautiful sound. Oh. And speaking of drawing a lot of people together, you certainly have done that in your shows. Can you first tell the audience a little bit about who uh, Genevieve Goings is and how yes. you got into this, this industry? Well, of course. So I started my career in hip hop and R&B in the San Francisco Bay Area, um, but I was lucky enough to be a part of the creation of Choo Choo Soul, which is a kids uh, 
started as a kid's CD of just really cool music about trains. And Disney picked it up. We ended up turning that music into a short video show that aired on Disney for a very long time. I mean, decade. I've got fans now. Like I just found a bunch of fans on TikTok, or I should say they found me. And it's like, oh my gosh, you guys are like 20 years old now. Um, but I have I have just had the pleasure of having this career that has spanned over 15 years making music for kids. I call my brand Kids Music with Soul. Um, and you know, I just write music for kids that that everybody will like. I don't sing down to them as if they're, you know, anything less than me. They're just my friends, my buds. We're talking about what I love. And so I, I made um, a couple albums with Disney records for Choo Choo Soul. And um, expanding on that, I started working with Disney English, writing music um, that teaches English as a second language. Mm. And uh over the many years, I've become their narrator. So I also just use my voice speaking and teaching the kids how to pronounce certain words. And then I'll write songs using those words in certain styles that sound like certain Disney properties. So if you're thinking about music or like a djembe, I think, is also used in this movie. But like if if there's a certain lesson that I was teaching that was going to take place in the Lion King world, yeah. then I would use instruments and sounds that sound like that. Or Peter Pan right. sounds very different or Aladdin. So right. really cool, even as a songwriter, to just have that. That was kind of so like my college <laughs> So has have your voice been in any of those movies that you mentioned or any major? No, I have movies? not had the pleasure of being a voice in a movie. Um, I did do a cartoon voice for a Fisher Price um, oh. a web series called mm -hmm. Little People Place, where I played the teacher. And I also got to write a lot of songs for that, including mm -hmm. the theme song. And okay. my voice has been in Fisher Price Toys, which wow. is really cool because I've been doing this. I did this for gosh, 14 years before having kids of my own. So now that I have a baby, his name is Kamari. Um, hey, Kamari. He, can play with some, <laughs> he can play with some of the toys that have my voice. So that's pretty cool. Right. Anyways, wow. just I've been going writing music and, and through the years I've been developing my own style as a producer. And mm -hmm. it's so interesting because um, a term that's out there a lot is called imposter syndrome, kind of a big concept for kids, but it's just mm -hmm. kind of in this way, you're afraid to call yourself what you dream to be. You know, oh. it's like, if you love to sing, you're a singer. Like you say, exactly. if you're a percussionist, if you can do this, you're a percussionist. So I've been producing music for years, a little bit nervous to call myself a producer, but I mm -hmm. am a producer. I've produced a lot of music and um, I love it. It's so fun. Okay. Well, yeah. let me ask you this. So you said that you started off in, in hip hop and R&B. I yes. think you said, mm -hmm. um, talk a little bit about that. And what do you think is the, what has been the biggest difference from hip hop R&B that you did when you first started and then transitioning into the family children's music scene? <gasps> yes. Well, certainly the time that my shows start. <laughs> <laughs> the live concerts um <laughs> like join me 11 a.m <laughs> you know um but let's see well starting in hip-hop the great let me talk about how they're the same the children's music and hip-hop to me are the two genres that uh, accept all genres within them mm. and you really can you know, you can take a, a sample of a country song with a with a 
an orchestra, you know, in hip hop songs, you've heard that a lot. Same with children's. We can we can pull from all these different genres. So that's been pretty cool. Um, and certainly, uh, <laughs> certainly, of course, making sure I use the right words in children's mm-hmm. stuff is, yes. you know, and simplifying, you know, mm-hmm. learning how to. Is there another way to say this? Especially since I started my career and I was like freestyle rapping and, and I, it was all about how many words do I get to say? Now I'm like, how can I say it in three words, you know? <laughs> so I can give you a word and you can kind of freestyle a, a, a rhyme around it right now? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. <laughs> Have I, you done it it's been a while. What word I mean, like, comes like to if mind? You, if, if you played a little show. beat. Oh, yeah. So we say if you had the djembe, how would okay. you... Um, you Create something real quick using the djembe. Well, oh, can you give me a little djembe. beat? Can you give me a little beat? I wonder. Well, if I hope so, but I hope it won't be um, delayed. Oh, let's um, see. Let's see how it goes. I'll, obviously, I'll, I'll just. So, let's see if I'm off beat. Djembe, djembe, djembe. Come around and play. Everyone gather here. I want to share peace, peace, djembe. Jambe, oh, oh, oh. Jambe, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's great. And I love that when you say, um, you know, you kind of just do it off. The, you know, I mean, a lot of what, what artists love to do is, I mean, we have our structure where we read music or we mm-hmm. uh, play into charts, but also the, the improvisation is, is yes, huge. It um, is. And so I, I'm going to dig deeper into that in a moment, but I'm also curious to know, So I know you say that you started working with Disney, but there are a lot of people that are even trying to figure out how to even do that. How did that right. come about for you? Um, well, and, and what advice would you have to someone? Trying that's to such a that? great, great question. And it's it's so difficult because even if you think of a company as big as Disney, mm-hmm. you know, it really was that right one person to know to deliver yes. something to. So that that is difficult. So the way that worked for me, I got into... Uh, this this whole genre um, because I was doing a video game voiceover. Um, and so what that means is I was a voice in a video game called Toe Jam and Earl 3 <laughs> Mission to Earth. Um, but through that, um, I got to know the creator of that game and, and he had the vision of Choo Choo Soul in his mind. He was familiar with pitching shows and ideas and things like that. So once we got the once we got the album together, which was Choo Choo Soul, many of those original songs ended up being on the show and everything. But um, he was the one who was actually pitching that. So in that regard, I wasn't uh, the one pitching the idea. Mm. Um, but there are certain. Um, you have to do a little research to see, you know, who is in the development department. Development would be a good word to keep it in the top of your mind. Mm-hmm. Someone who's in development, meaning they're developing new shows all the time. So that would be a great way to get uh, to know, you know, and ask them, who can we pitch to? Do you have any new stuff? And mm-hmm. it's really nice to have a, a, a one area like a website that has that they can go to easily hear your stuff see what you do click Mm -hmm. through it and even if they don't the fisher price job that i got Mm -hmm. came two years after meeting someone and -hmm. just randomly got the call because at that moment things had shifted and i just was the right person at that time so just because it's not right then 
you know, you never know. You kind of stay on people's minds and let them know and make sure that your network of people know what you do as well, because that's there's so many. You just never know. You could be um, bartending somewhere and you meet the executive who does and you mentioned, you know what I mean? So making sure that people know who what you do and putting out there into the universe. I'm going to get all San Francisco hippie on you, but (laughs) you know, it's just putting that into the universe that, Hey, this is what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. Definitely does help. And really sticking to somewhat of a, a a niche niche, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, it's great. I've been blessed to, get to break out of only being kind of like the urban music kids mm-hmm. person, but right. being okay with being, you know, in a niche is, is it, it helps because Absolutely. again, if there's uh you know, something set in a certain time period or a certain mm-hmm. city or whatever it is, it's a lot like casting, you know, it's mm-hmm. like if you have that look where you would just make an excellent, um, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm uh 1920s you know <laughs> kid or something it's like it's just sometimes you know when that call will come yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. yeah and just always it's a great gosh there's a balance between mm-hmm. making sure something is really good being able to edit yourself and say you know what i could sing that part better or you yeah. know this is good but could it be great you know so you've got to do that with yourself but you also have to know when to stop and say you know what this is done let's move on (laughs) because you can also (laughs) get caught perfection yeah (laughs) you can get caught up trying to make it so perfect so it's all about finding that balance Mm -hmm. and just putting it out there now you've been nominated for a grammy or um talk about the grammy experience and how that came about and for what project well, I'm so, and I'm just so lucky to even work with uh, the people. So I've been on three Grammy nominated albums, which is incredible. And the children's music genre is its own category. So it's in the children's music category um, with the alphabet rockers. Have you heard? I'm sure you've heard of them. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yes. Um, in fact, uh, they, they, we are all part of um, the founding members of uh, family music forward. And I'll talk a little bit yes. more about that. But I met them in 20, 2012 or twenty thirteen in New York at a children's music conference at the time in New York, and we've awesome. been friends ever since. Oh, they're just so wonderful. And I used yes. to do those those moments I was telling you about freestyle rapping on stage. Tommy yeah. and I know each other from those those days, okay. which yep. is really great. Well, when you said you was from that area, I knew you had to know. Yeah, anyway, absolutely. Yeah, okay, absolutely. And they are advocates they are artists in that true form and they're so passionate Mm -hmm. they're the real deal i mean anyone who gets to say that they're affiliated with them is you know i i really really appreciate them so uh um two of their albums were nominated and i Mm co-wrote and sang on on those and now, you know what I, I just now made that connection i, I mean i, I of course yeah. i not only do i know their music i play it all the time on our radio station, yeah but i didn't make that make the connection that that quickly i remember seeing yeah. your name in the credits yeah okay. yes yeah. so um so proud of that and just mm-hmm. you know advocating especially this latest one um called mm-hmm. the love advocating yes. for trans youth yes. um it's just beautiful to put you know, to put the effort and, and, mm-hmm. and heart behind advocating for people who don't have as loud of a voice as we may have. Absolutely. So, so proud of that. Absolutely. And then, um, I was on Tim Kubart's 
album um, that was nominated as well. We did this really fun song called Block Party about everyone coming together. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I guess yeah. it, my spirit percussion instrument is the djembe. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody come together <laughs> for peace. <laughs> absolutely i know so all of that kind of just inspired this new um Mm -hmm. project i've been doing stuff Mm -hmm. with other people on their on their projects which i Mm -hmm. absolutely love Mm -hmm. i've been um writing music for hire with disney and right now i'm working on a show called ready for preschool Mm. where i am uh producing and writing songs and singing them and then they animate uh they animate videos um right teaching great preschool stuff that's my that is my little sweet spot i love preschool stuff um and so i just was like you know i really want to make my own project i've got i haven't released my own Mm -hmm. album in a while and so yeah get coming together with uh eight pound gorilla i'm just so excited about this yeah. new great indoors EP. I was gonna say, talk a little bit more about that. So the the the, the EP is in, in indoors. No, it's outdoors. called Great Indoors. Great indoor. That's what a great indoor. Yes. Um, and I played one of the songs last week. And what was the song I played? Um, and and Shadow I Puppets. Yeah. No, no, it was the oh. one that made reminded me of Cameo Candy. Oh yeah. <laughs> what well, did you influenced by Cameo a little bit? I was. <laughs> I was. I produced that song. I had heard I heard a sample somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I, it was almost like a challenge. I was like, I want to remake this music because it's just right. so fun. Uh-huh. And then um it was my husband and I are always singing like funny little songs. And I was just saying, like, oh my gosh, with this like COVID, I just I don't want to sit here and just be unhealthy like let's exercise let's get our things and i'm like but sometimes i just want some candy (laughs) we started singing (laughs) and he was like yeah and he i was like i want some candy and then he was the one who was like some sweet and so we were just (laughs) i knew it i told told my wife i said i know that song i know it i mean i know the inspiration but that to me is what we do yeah we and now and what you've done very simply is connected generations because Thank the parents you. who grew up on right. that music will understand it. The children now are, are, are jamming with the parents. And so now it's a true family song. So thank yes. you. Yes. Oh, you're so welcome. <laughs> oh, I love it. And, you know, I have this vision for a music video. Mm-hmm. If the, if it hadn't been, uh, you know, if I could have, I just might do it one day, though. It needs like a 1980s just moment we'll we'll figure mm-hmm. out how we're gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> well you know I, but I, I appreciate even what you said earlier about being true to yourself because that is what i tell artists you don't and, and what you said earlier we don't you don't have to dumb down the music yeah you just have to make it age appropriate and that exactly. to me is, is the most important part of it exactly and, uh, uh, you know i grew up here in the washington dc area and the official music of dc as of last year is uh go-go music i'm not sure if you're familiar with it Wow. It's a, it's a term called go-go music. And I'm and <clears throat> it's been around since the early 1970s. Um, but there's never been a children's go-go music CD. And basically, go-go music is uh, it, it, it stemmed from, and I don't want to, I want to make sure we get back to you, but it's just, it, it's heavy on the percussion. And what happened oh. is, is you know, when, it, when the top 40 bands back in the 70s and 80s would play a song, you know, after you play the first song, you stop and people go get something to drink or go get sit down. Well, um, our godfather of go-go music said, well, we want to keep the people dancing. So percussion, you all keep the beat in between songs. Oh. I'll talk to them a little bit. And so it's go-go. It never stops. It just goes on and on and on. And well, uh, some of the most popular go-go songs is 
well, I won't say it because that one, the, the name, because this is for children's shows, but groups uh, that this, did some work with um, uh, sweet, uh, um, Salt and Pepper and Great Stone oh, yes. and Experience Unlimited and all of that. So, um, but, it, but, but I'm, thank you for even sharing that. And uh, oh, now, now wow. I see those instruments. Which instrument do you act, do, do you find yourself playing the most? Or would you say you're the I'm, it's easier for me to play yeah. guitar. Mm-hmm. I'm not, let me make this clear. I am not good at it. I'm not <laughs> great at it. I just, I, I get, I get my ideas out and that's Same the here. easiest way for me to, you know, Mm-hmm. to vibe it out um mm-hmm. piano just i you can do more with i can find notes a little bit easier on there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and you know obviously doing chords and all that but i have loved yeah. this this right here mm-hmm. is actually I can take it off uh it's it's a it's a sampler uh-huh. um it's a machine mk3 uh, okay but it's also has certain uh pads you can play that will play a chord and oh. that's really cool you can press um ha- i don't know if you've talked about arpeggios in your show but you can press this arpeggio button so if you're holding down the chord it will it will cycle through arpeggio is like going through a bunch of notes and back again wow it's just a really yes. cool really cool it's like the mpc is kind of how i started my career in hip-hop mm-hmm. music a lot of music was made with that okay. that i was singing to um okay. and so it's kind of similar so that's also fun for making just the beat part mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um for someone who's not a drummer but i can at least pick out my kick snare hi-hat yes. sounds and just get yes. that going to start grooving then i can like play the guitar to it and yeah. be like okay i think that's my you know so well, that's kind of my process right that's, now. And, that, and that's great because, you know, I, I'm a drummer. I, I started off as a drummer, but okay. I've learned all the percussion instruments. So I can pretty wow. much do, do them all, including the vibes and the xylophone. And, oh, cool. Um, and, and the piano, which is a percussion instrument. People don't realize that it's yes. a percussion instrument. Um, yes. uh, because you strike it. If you play in a natural key, uh, uh, piano, when you press down on the keys, sure, there's a mallet little, in the back. Yeah. yeah. And so that makes it a striking instrument. Love but it. um so, you know, for me, I, I totally understand that whole process. And, and I love to be able to interweave the electronics with the acoustic. Uh, yeah. Stand, uh, which I think is is great. So let's talk a little bit more about your CD. For um, um, So we talked about Candy. What are some other songs off of that? Uh, off of your so EP? another one that is has become the favorite is Shadow Puppets. Mm-hmm. And this one's really fun. It has like a poppy fun beat. Um kind of like the the guitar is playing in kind of the reggae uh you know pockets there mm-hmm. um but it's called shadow puppets and it's just about how wild and wacky these shadow puppets can go uh and i have a video for it with an extremely talented shadow shad shadog shadographer i think is how he calls it shadow puppeteer um and his name is drew colby all the way from england and i found him on youtube and i corresponded with him and he did all of the shadow puppet performances in my video really fun so we it's so cool and when you think about like what can we do while we're stuck inside and i was Mm -hmm. thinking about how fun shadow puppets are Mm -hmm. and so I just asked, put all these crazy scenarios together, like 
Have you ever seen a bunny bounce, bounce, bounce on the bottom of the sea? Did you know that snails drive around, round, round in Ferraris? <laughs> Just being so <laughs> silly. Because honestly, if you're yeah. making your own shadow puppet, I mean, if kids are at home, they could draw a giant picture of under the sea and then turn out the lights and put their shadow puppets up there. So there's okay. also some videos teaching how Drew did some of the shadow puppets um, that I also put up. So just a fun little inspiring, silly video. And it's yeah. fun for me too, because, because I am a, a writer for hire for, uh, you know, big companies okay. and, someone like disney is not going to make a song like let's just eat candy all day yeah. you know so it's <laughs> right. kind of like that's my little like ooh, i'm being bad and writing a song about candy because <laughs> i can no one's telling me what's right or wrong so right. shadow puppets i just had fun with that thinking what how can we get wacky and wild with this so it's mm. really fun i love that song i did yeah. another one called summer all year long which is mm. just inspiring kids to dress up and pretend it's summer Yes. Inside, even though it's snowing outside. So that one's really right. fun. Okay. Yeah. And and so they can get your CD or so EP. actually I don't have an actual CD. It's all download, it's all digital, but mm-hmm. everywhere you get your music, you can you okay. can find it. And you can definitely listen to Uncle Devin's We Nation. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We 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 put several of those songs um that are on there. And and let me ask you, and, and it sounds like um I mean, I, we don't want to make it seem like everything came easy, but sometimes right. when you when you're working in your purpose, things just kind of fall in place. Yeah, um, that's such a good point. You know, I, I do forget I failed to mention all the many ideas I've had and pitched as shows, uh, songs that I've that I've done that have been turned down. Actually, one of the songs on my EP is called Bedtime, and that was actually one I made originally for Disney. And they were like, oh. It's beautiful, but let's do something else. What we ended up doing was a song called um, Pajama Jam. They wanted it to be more upbeat, but I just yes. absolutely loved the song so much. I'm like, what do you mean you don't want this? What's wrong with you? And now I'm like, oh, I'm good. I got to keep it. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, and just there are certainly a lot of you hear no a lot in this business. And I actually um, I, it took me a while to get past that. It's still. Mm. Now I actually am very proud of myself. I can hear no and just go on living, like go eat eat some popcorn right after, you know, (laughs) because I realize it's nothing personal. Mm -hmm. This really is a business. And um, also with our best intentions, when you're actually making, making content that people are going to consume, you know, uh, certain ideas like it's a, it's a show about a, a city and it's a, it's a, it's a town and all these people and there's kids and they do good deeds. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like, Oh my God, that's amazing. But kids are not clicking on that. They Mm. aren't looking for that. Unfortunately, we're going to have to infuse that in some other way. Uh, We have to feed our same message in another way, you know? So it's interesting. It's like, I want to make, I I wanted to make a song about diversity on my last album. Mm-hmm. And um, so I kept I kept on trying to do it and it all felt it felt so intentional mm-hmm. that I was like, mm-hmm. you know what, let me let me back up helicopter up. Let me think for a second. Mm-hmm. So I called it Rainbow Colors and I was just basically saying 
Um, it, it says, what good is a rainbow with only one shade? What if it never changed? No, I like rainbow colors. And it talks about uh, if if everything was the same, how boring would that be? Like, I, yeah. we don't want, I want everything, you know, I want all this beauty around me. So anyway, just, uh, just a way to kind of take the no's that you hear mm. and get to the why, yes. because it's not because you're not talented. It's not because you don't have a great idea. We also have to take into account that most people are just doing this. And for those that are only listening, I'm swiping up on my phone and I'm swiping so fast, all these different things. There's nothing wrong with each individual thing. I just, my attention span, you know, there's just too much for everybody to look at. So sometimes we need to, you know, break it down, simplify and, uh, and try not to take it personal. Every no is an opportunity to come back and get a yes Mm -hmm. or to just change it a, a little bit, you know? Well, that's a great, great uh, advice. And, you know, I love baseball and I love to use the baseball analogy. Uh, those that make the Hall of Fame, uh, especially for batting, uh, at best, I think the, 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 the highest percentage of batting average may be 340, 330, which means that every, every, for every 10 times that they got up to bat, they, they got out <laughs> uh, at least three and a half, uh, at least seven and a half, six and a half times before oh, wow. they succeeded. But yet they are still Hall of Famers. Right. And so don't be that afraid to go really good. Get up to the plate and you're going to swing. You're going to miss sometimes. You're going you're gonna to accidentally throw the bat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, those <laughs> things happen. But we have to continue. So thank you. That, that's, that's, that's a great advice, especially for wow. those uh, new artists that are coming on, on board. Yeah. Oh, you know, another bit of advice that mm-hmm. I would have um is that if you're an artist and you have figured out, by the way, it's never, you never have to completely figure out who you are. Your next album, you could have a different look and the whole thing. Right. But just right. a, just um, a suggestion is if you're going to do a photo shoot, which doesn't have to be fancy either. I mean, phones are just incredible mm-hmm. now, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I would just suggest um, to add some time to make general marketing photo photos as well that you can put into a folder and just have and what i mean by that is maybe you won't have photoshop you can't have somebody make a flyer for you or whatever so i would suggest like in the screen move over move over to the side and do some photos like like this or like that i'm I'm pointing to nothing but with enough space to be a flyer if if you needed it to be one maybe you're like hmm how do i do this which you could one day a year from now, be like, ever wonder how the djembe works? You know what I mean? And so you <laughs> right. already have this photo of yourself and you're ready to go. Right. Um, and just kind of these these miscellaneous extra photos that you can then use for, for other new things. Because people are so visual. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have a song coming and then you can have a little you know, a little thumbnail. I need to follow this advice my own self. I'm talking to myself too, (laughs) but I always go back and be like, do I have another picture for, you know, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So that that know. is yeah, you never know. You never know when you when you would need it. And you're right, just taking some some wonderful marketing videos, both in natural settings and sometimes yeah. some people have the green screen and will just do Oh yeah. You can add Absolutely. And there's this website called Canva that I've oh, been yes. using. Oh Love my it. gosh. It. And it, it has is. the background remover now. So oh, I mean uh, game changer. It is game absolutely changer. <laughs> and also like even if you're let's say you're like 14 years old mm-hmm. and you want to be a singer or an artist or producer just put that out there like i was saying earlier let your people know that that's what you do because there might if you're a producer there might be a singer in your class and right. there might be a guitar player in your class that's imagine right. if you three got together and just made something you can yeah. start by just grabbing a, a simple loop off of a, a website like splice or something mm-hmm. it all starts very simply but to collaborate with people is such an excellent way mm-hmm. to not only feel alone, <laughs> to not feel alone and overwhelmed as an artist, which it gets that way, but mm-hmm. you know, just to get inspired by each other. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that those are not more great advice. I mean, and mm-hmm. especially for young people looking to move in this, in this field, but let me ask you this. Um, now, one of the reasons why we started we nation radio was that we found that most children's music um, primarily catered to pop, folk, or rock music. Yeah, uh, those particular genres, and 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 it's still a huge problem. I say a problem only in that it doesn't create that level of diversity that you were talking about with, yeah. the, with your rainbow analogy. Mm-hmm. How have you been able to? Um, uh, well, have you experienced that first of all, and then if so, how have you been able to? Has that been a a, a problem for you in your career? You know, it's interesting. <sighs> In ways, um, yeah, like I would always only get the, you know, urban music call or audition, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of a thing, yeah. um, which, again, you want to be grateful to have them and, you know, all the things that uh, <laughs> that we yeah. say to make it feel better. Um, <laughs> but but um, but yeah, definitely us, you know, coming out uh, as Choo Choo Soul, our, our show mm-hmm. uh, on Disney. Um, definitely had some interesting feedback, you know, uh, on Twitter and stuff, which is, that's just life. I mean, that's, it's totally fine. Um, and we, we got a lot of great, obviously things have been wonderful, but Mm -hmm. you know, there's certain things where I think the fact that there wasn't anything, there wasn't a lot like what we were doing in kids entertainment, you know, there'd be these overgeneralized, like, Mm -hmm calling it like ghetto like what exactly what exactly does that mean i mean okay (laughs) you know things like that and so but um everything's a learning experience you know uh, everything is an opportunity Mm -hmm. um but i do definitely think that i actually stayed away from kind of the children's music genre Mm. socially um not by anything direct that that anyone mm-hmm. had done, but just kind of like, well, you know, um, I didn't see a lot of, you know, of mm-hmm. what we were doing uh, going on there. And I think uh, it's something yeah. so interesting and, and to be talked about even more, which I am so glad about what you guys well, have started. Yeah. Um, well, but well, I'm sorry. Um, no, please do. I want to no. hear. No, no, I was going to say that um, one of the things that the challenges that we that I find. Uh, I live in Washington, D.C., and um, the the concept of children family music 
Yeah. Um, just doesn't exist to the same level in in the you know in the black communities yeah. and and um in the, the sort of biggest struggle is really trying to educate what do you exactly. mean by children's family music right. so it's twofold it's not necessarily just because someone else won't play us on their station um but it's also having other uh venues available which is again why we started we nation radio to right to, to and how long have you been i mean just a little quick i know you're interviewing me but now i want to interview <laughs> you really quick how when did you start this uh, my wife and I started We Nation Radio in 2017, uh, but we started in the family music scene in 2012. Um, and it was as a result of those five years of of really, I mean, jumping in and being very active in the community that we realized that there was a void. Yeah. And I'm the type that I don't believe in just identifying a problem and then expecting someone else to 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 be the solution mm-hmm. we have to be the solution yeah and, and let me bring to the table uh an alternative and 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 going back to the point you mentioned about you just never know when things are going to take off yeah when we started in 2017 um we didn't get that much support uh from from many circles whether it was the family music scene whether it was the black community what uh-huh. if people didn't really pay much attention to us it wasn't for if it wasn't until the death of George Floyd that right, I mean literally right after that that night and everything exploded my so did my my phone my phone uh, I, I received phone calls from artists and they were apologizing to me they said Devin mm-hmm. look I'm I'm upset about what's going on but now I understand why you did why you started We Nation Radio mm-hmm. I always knew you were there we didn't it ain't like we dismissed it but we didn't take it seriously but we're gonna make it right. And ever since then, the amount of support, love, dedication, um, both human and material resources have been pouring into We Nation mm, Radio so, to, so that we can have a platform because yeah. we, we don't just need diversity in artists. We also need diversity in ownership of these mediums. Amen. And that's why that's why we got into it where we are right now. Yes. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, I'm so glad so, to hear that. Yeah. And it's that's still a struggle. Though. It's still it's a struggle, oh, yeah. you know, but it's, you know, you overall, know. I just, I don't understand why, when you really think about how many millions, hundreds of millions of children there are in this world, yeah. how is this genre not bigger? I mean, I think people are, are busy, you know, that people are, again, they're swiping on their phone. What are they going to stop looking at Instagram and give the phone to their child to yeah. watch a video? <gasps> No, right. how am I going to post my selfie anyway? But, um, you know, it's just, I, I don't know what the answer to that is. And I'm, right. I'm constantly looking, I do find myself getting frustrated and mm-hmm. it's funny. I, I will get really gung ho on my social medias and just be out there like, yes, this is great. This is so fun. And then I'll also just be like, where is everybody on certain days? You know, you're just, yeah. <laughs> you're like, what are you did, I, did you see this amazing piece of art for your children? Yeah. You know, but um, yeah. I don't know what the answer is to that. I don't know if we mm-hmm. have to do like every other business and go to, you know, social media influencers to yeah. say, Hey, this is not only is this one album, but mm-hmm. there's a whole genre here. Have you guys been checking for that? But you know, there's also yeah. only so many outlets of a big scale. You know, we have, right. we have one kids uh, station on Sirius mm-hmm. um, radio. Disney is now no longer. Yeah, they're gone. Mm-hmm. I know. And so, um, 
So yeah, I don't know. It, it takes some brainstorming, you know, it's right. like, what are we going to do to, to remind people mm -hmm. that there is a whole network of artists and creators that have dedicated their lives to making content for kids and families. And right. we want you guys to come see, <laughs> come well, listen, come enjoy. What's interesting is a lot of adults will call and say they were listening to We Nation Radio because they said, wow, where'd you get all this music from? We didn't even know it exists. And we didn't know it was so good. Right. They're only thinking of nursery rhymes when they talk about. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and I tell people, no, this is not Barney. This is no. not, uh, you know, and, and we're going to bring, uh, you know, one of the artists that I don't know if he lives in L.A. or in the Bay Area, but uh, Ashiba. I don't know if you heard of Ashiba. No. Uh, wonderful. Uh, Calypso. Uh, children's artist. And he's Ooh. had success on your level as well. I mean, he's his music is played on certain airlines for in-flight oh. and those oh, types of things. So his name is Ashiba. He's, his energy is incredible. Um, oh, but wow. then you have him, you have um, Jabali Africa, who came from Kenya. Um, and they ended up um, in Pittsburgh in the 90s and ended up on Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. And that wow. then catapulted them into so many different things. So there's so many different styles of music. And um, and that's what we want to let people know that that we're here. We're here. Uh, my right. children, your, your children will relate to it. And it's also part of my goal. Um, I created a term called music adultification. Ooh. Um, and I believe that this is something that we need to really push more because too many of our children are forced to listen to inappropriate adult music as opposed to age appropriate and culturally relevant music. Mm. So I put a term uh, there to, to focus on that because I, I'm sure you've experienced it where you've gone to parties and adults are sh playing music for children. And it is, this isn't appropriate music. I, I, I it's so frustrating and we want to, we need to change mm. that. Oh, especially since they know the words and they start words. singing and some people think it's funny and it's just not. And you just, oh, absolutely. No. So, yes, I oh, totally know. <laughs> so anyway, but th but th that that's kind of what we're doing and also to be able to amplify people just like yourself. And so um, so let's go back to your social media uh, information. So how yeah. can what's the best way for someone to reach you? Uh, do you do performances, uh, even virtual or in? in, in I do. I, I well, I do a live story time every Wednesday at four Pacific um, on my Facebook Okay. And uh, I just got into TikTok, which I think is so fun. I was just like, I'm too old for that. <laughs> I don't know. What I, you know, and then I just went on there and I was like, oh, my God, this is so fun and so funny and just great. And um, so I'm going to be doing some more like singing uh, duet kind of stuff on there. Mm -hmm. um, Instagram. It's funny. Since I had a kid, I haven't had much time, extra time to get in there but i do try to check all my messages i think facebook would probably be the most likely for me to uh to see because i check in on that more often because uh i'm just more active there i've figured out the different social medias they have their 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 thing you know and so with family music emotional families facebook tends to be the one that you know is is right for for me the most okay. um but yeah, in my personal life and, you know, showing Kamari and, you know, stuff mm -hmm. like that is definitely on my Instagram. But okay. 
But yes, I can be reached there. I do check my messages, especially if you pop on while I'm live and leave a comment, then I, I always see those when I'm when I'm up live. And uh, since I'm in the middle of a season three right now, a production, mm-hmm. I'll be finishing that up at the end of uh, in the middle of next month. And then I'll be diving into um, another new new project where I'm going to be working on a little bit more um, vocal mentoring for kids. So um, stay tuned for that, too. All right. Well, we want to make sure that everyone follows you. Um, I've been posting all of your different social uh, handles. But also, uh, if you you can't remember, all you have to do is dial Genevieve Goings. I think um, she's the first one that will pop up. Yeah. Not many uh, people named Genevieve Goings. And if you're making a go-go project, we need a, I need Genevieve go-go needs to be a little, little collaboration. If you got room on there. Consider it done. Consider I would it. love that. Absolutely, I'll um, I'll share. So I'll, I'll send you some information. And uh, okay. Oh, uh, and and right now the first single uh, will be out uh, on right now scheduled for Monday because the oh first my gosh, you're already you already got it done. Well, well, no, no, it's not. That's just the one I still work. Oh, okay. on the other songs, but the, the the actual name of the song is called Easter Monday, <gasps> and it deals with the specific history of DC. Because in 1878, the White House started an Easter egg roll. Yes, I've gotten to go to two, uh, the Obama White House. Okay, wonderful. Well, but back then, Blacks weren't allowed to go. And so here in D.C. in 1891, the National Zoo opened up its doors. And that's where Blacks were going. And it's now sort of like a de facto um, holiday uh, where people go to the National Zoo here in Washington, D.C. on Easter Monday. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. <laughs> oh, so I've done a song, you know, acknowledging that. And this oh, is wow. Easter Monday. So uh, if everything goes well, I'll release that on, on Monday. And um, <gasps> Oh, my uh, gosh. You know, I can't wait. So, so, much. so I'll make sure I send that to you. But sure, yes, we will we'll definitely do. collaborate. And, and knowing that you got the Bay Area sound, I don't know. I may have to do something in the you know, with a little uh, war or uh, style <laughs> or... Um, uh, I thought you were going to say uh, gas break San- dip. Yeah, I mean, uh, my, my, no, what's what's uh, Santana or something like that? There or, you go, yeah. Tower of Power. Tower of Power, exactly. Yes, um, awesome! Well, wow, it, this is so, so awesome! And thank an you, thank mm-hmm. you from artist's perspective of you right. just having this going on, and and you know, thank you for from a mom, uh, also for you know. Kamari to get to listen to all sorts of things and learn and and all of that. So it's really great to meet you. It's my pleasure. Much success to you. And we will, I mean, now that we've connected, we're going to, you're part of the We Nation family. So we're going to stay in contact. Yes, (laughs) we are. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. And great indoors. You can listen to it wherever you get your music. You can also say, Alexa, play Genevieve Goings. Siri, play Genevieve Goings. And there you go. (laughs) Got tons of music out there. All right. Well, thank you again for being on the show. And I also want to thank the audience for for being here. Thank you very much. This is Uncle Devin. And I just want to say that I'm so honored that you all are here. And until we meet again, just remember, life is a drum. So beat it.